and in three, two. We love Russia, we do. We love Russia, we do. We love Russia, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Borussia Shone Munchen podcast, the bonus podcast made by the people who bring you the Frozzy Shone, where we have selected Borussia Mönchengladbach as our adopted uh, Bundesliga team to see out the end of the season with Die Fohlen. Of course, the Foles is their nickname. And um, the last two episodes of this show, we were able to um, preview a, a game against Frankfurt the first one which we ended up winning then we got to review that and then we had a preview of two games uh which was against Bayer Leverkusen and Werder Bremen uh in quick succession and there was even talk of maybe mounting a late title challenge if both those results went well and Borussia Dortmund beat Bayern Munich in Der Klassiker ladies and gentlemen none of the things that we talked about on the last episode none of them happened it was all really really bad it's been a very bad week for the Borussia Schöne Munchen podcast I for one um, regretting having ever started this project. Uh, co-host and expert analyst, Enzo Patriarca, what do you think? Guten Tag. Oh, sorry. Yep, guten Tag. I always just, you always start with that. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a mess. It's an absolute yeah. mess at the at Borussia Park at the moment. The Fallen yeah. have died and they're folding. Oh my, oh my goodness. The Fallen yeah. have... Are, are have died and they're folding. That's brilliant. That's brilliant wordplay. Um, Thank you. Uh, it's terrible. It's a shit show. It's it's, a, it's the only brilliant play that we're seeing. There's nothing on the pitch. It's, uh, it's a mess. You know, I was told Enzo when when we were selecting these teams. You know, I was looking at these teams and I said, Brush and Munch and Gladbach. Wow, we're talking player. We're talking Mbolo. We're talking Taram. We're talking Marco Rosa in the dugout. This is a young, exciting, energetic team. They score goals. They're the foals. They're the foals. They score. They're the foal. They're the goal foals. Energetic, everything young. But the foals can't seem to find their way between the goal posts at the moment. Um, it's it's disastrous. I I I I can't even. The week we've had watching this team, we could have just had a nice, a nice podcast where we just watched the Bundesliga. We watched all the games we wanted, whatever game we wanted to, and we just chatted about German football and this, that, and the other. It was a nice general podcast. But we tried to be faithful to the format of this show. I was I was much happier when we were supporting Frosinone. I'm always happier when we support Frosinone. Even in the top flight when we're losing week in, week out, it's better than this, what it's I just better witnessed. Than this because t- t- at least at least Frosinone, you know, we're building towards something and there's an underdog mentality. We're we're really trying, you know. I mean Brush and Gladback, what I've seen this week has been a team, many of whom are already, you know, on the beach. They they want to They get, don't want to be playing. They want to get a Champions League spot, you know. If it's convenient, and if not, sure, I'll be playing the Europa League. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm angry. I'm, I'm fed up this week, Jason. I'm fed up this week. This is a fed up episode of the Borussia Shone Munchen podcast, and it's very hard to be angry when you have to say such a silly name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jason, how are you? Ah, you know, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. I've, uh, you know, apart from this. Apart from this, I'm okay. You know, things are, are continuing to open up, I guess, from, from lockdown. I'm more, I'm more afraid, Enzo, of going back out into the world after covid than i was to withdraw from it i'm in danger of becoming a hermit yeah withdrawing is is not as hard as people some people like obviously for some people it is but it, it was for me i was happy enough i was like oh i get to stay in my house for a while now obviously i have i have 
you know, as people I'd like to see. There's one person in particular I miss very much. I won't mention who it is, but it's, you know, anyone who knows me will know. And um, Is it me? Yes, it's you, Enzo. That's exactly who I meant. Ah, <laughs> I'd expect an angry letter, uh, angry letter from my from my uh, well. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> uh, she's she's going to be angry. That I I won't refer to her. Uh, but the thing is, I'm fine, Enzo. But when the, when the things open back up, like the only place I want to be is, is my house and maybe a trip to Frosinone to see a match. But it looks like there's going to be a real, a real uh, gap before we get, we get to have our Frosinone trip over to, to Italy. Yeah. I've actually had an opportunity to go to Italy, pop up to go on Saturday for have 10 you? days. Yes. But, um, Frosinone aren't playing. And if they are, it's behind closed doors. And I've been, I've been in the works to try to become a ball boy, but I don't think uh, I meet the criteria. I think you might be a bit past uh, ball boy age. A little bit, yeah. Although, as part of in Germany, as part of the Bundesliga hygiene concept, uh, all of the ball boys have to be... <laughs> that's what it's called, the hygiene concept. And uh, all the ball boys have to be over the age of 16. Uh, usually they're... they're oh, wow. Not, but they, yeah, they're like, you want old ball boys. Uh, get your most experienced ball boys because they have to use a cloth to wipe down the balls between throw-ins. So apparently, it, to make a child do that would be, I guess, child labor or something. So it ends. It's time for our first segment, uh, <laughs> where we look at the, the table, uh, the Bundesliga table. It's called table service. Let's have a look at it. Table service. Okay, so we'll talk about the results that uh, Munchen Gladbach have had. Uh, in, in greater detail in the next segment, but at the moment, Bayern Munich, uh, more or less, at uh, the time recording, recording this on Wednesday, last night, Tuesday, Bayern Munich beat Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund, uh, 1-0 in, in, in Dortmund. Uh, so that means that Bayern Munich are now seven points clear at the top of the Bundesliga table, uh, sailing to their to their next title. Um, eight in a row. Eight, is it eight in a row, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. It was a, it was a okay match. Dortmund weren't up to much. Uh, Bayern were excellent. Yeah, they kind of just walked. It was they were in second gear and they they made Dortmund. They were sloppy at the start. Like it was an open game, but um, you know Joshua Kimmich, Joshua Kimmich's goal was world class. Yeah, they chipped. I mean, they they, they it was kind of insulting. I thought because if anyone didn't see it, so uh, uh, Kimmich uh, cl- uh, chipped. Uh, Roman Berkey in the Dortmund goal and caught him off his line and Thomas Muller and Joshua Kimmich in interviews after the uh, match both said that they had been told that Berkey tends to stand off his line so if they see an opportunity to chip him they should take it and I was like that's so disrespectful to say that after after you just did it like to be like oh we knew that was going to happen and we did it Bayern Munich are just like such a, a powerhouse that they're just like an efficient machine they're like yes we identified a weakness we exploited the weakness the victory is secure is it- they, they even like said the reason he's off his line is because he doesn't have the longest arms. Yeah, Thomas Muller said he doesn't have long arms. It's like, get out of here, Thomas Muller. Like, that's very in-depth detail. Also, Thomas Muller said uh, that he said that Alfonso Davies uh, has to run fast all the time, like the road runner. Meep, meep. Uh, but then he also said that it's because Davies is often caught out of position. And then I saw an interview with... It, it turned out that after that interview that Alfonso Davies was standing just out of shot. He was right beside Thomas Muller. <laughs> and Muller just said that to his face. And then there was an interview with Alfonso Davies next where Davies looked really sad. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm young and I, I don't always look like I'm in the right position, I guess. But I'm I'm learning and I'm I'm trying. 
<laughs> it's like they they can't they can't uh, give him his flowers. They have to just abuse him until he's perfectly There's efficient. Absolutely no chill in Bayern Munich at all. It's just like we have to win all of the titles. Um. So and anyway, do it efficiently. And do it efficiently, exactly, yeah. 1-0, that's all we need. So, uh, Dortmund are now seven points behind Bayern, uh, behind Bayern in second place. And then it's down in third place to Orbi Leipzig, who are on 54 points uh, with a game in hand. They have 27 games played. Everybody around them has 28 games played. Then, in fourth place in the last Champions League spot, we find ourselves, Borussia Mönchengladbach, on 53 points with a plus-19 goal difference. Uh... Only, only in fourth place on goal difference, uh, because just behind us is our rivals, uh, Bayer Leverkusen, also on fifty three points with a plus seventeen goal difference, um, and the reason their goal difference has, has dropped is because they got beaten four 0 by Wolfsburg, who are in sixth place in the second Europa League spot, and then it's down to Freiburg, Schalke, Hoffenheim, and then the goats are fierce rivals, the goats of Cologne. Are uh, coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus are in tenth place, and then there's Hertha Berlin, Augsburg, bottom of the table. Uh, by the way, second. Uh, yeah, we don't care about them. Second, last in the table in seventeenth place with a minus thirty goal difference is Werder Bremen, who have conceded fifty nine goals this oh, season. God. So just remember that they've conceded fifty nine goals in twenty seven games. Just hold that number in your mind, right? And so now it looks like. Gladbach are in a real dogfight to try and get a Champions League spot. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about a title challenge. What went wrong? I mean, we'd have to go into review preview to find that out. And just like that, we're going into review preview. Preview. Review. All right, so this is the segment where we review the previous games and preview the upcoming games. So we have two games to review, Enzo. The first was a big clash, a top of the top, top of the table, top of the table. <laughs> My God, <laughs> what is happening to me today? I'm all over the place. Quarantine is getting to you. Quarantine is getting to me. My 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 mouth is not used to these German sounds. That's what it is. I don't have that. I have Eng- I speak English and I can pronounce Italian stuff, and I don't have. Well, hey, listen, come on, <laughs> I, I do okay. Salernitana. Uh, Salernitana. It sounds perfect coming out of my mouth now. It used to be seller. No, no, no. So anyway, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach last Saturday played Bayer Leverkusen and it ended up with a... I think I said it was going to be a 3-all draw. Enzo, you predicted a 3-2 win. And yeah. it was a 3-1 loss. So... <laughs> <laughs> God, it was a rotten game to have to watch as a, as a Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, supporter. On seven it minutes... It made me regret everything. Yes, I, I thought, okay, they're going to score because they score a lot of goals. We're going to score. We score a lot of goals. And it just, it almost immediately went went terribly, terribly wrong. So seven minutes in, the boy wonder, Kai Havertz, scores for uh, Bayer Leverkusen. That was a good counter-attack, but the defense should have done better. Yeah, good counter-attack. You know, I, I, I feel like, we'll talk about Jan Sommer, the goalkeeper, later on, but I don't think, I'm not a fan. Uh, so Kai Havertz he scores and then okay we're 1-0 down but it's okay because we have Mbolo we have Player, we have Taram and we're going to get a goal they, the three of them all look bright and then 12 minutes in um, Mbolo gets injured and Lars Stindl has to come on so now we have Stindl playing in Mbolo's role and it's not working we see ourselves at the half time it's 1-0 it's one, one at half time to Leverkusen and then oh we're just back on 52 minutes Marcus Taram pops up now it's one all. Okay, great. It's one all. 
big rally. Yeah, a big rally. Player has just assisted to Ram. Everybody looks like they got their act together. And then, okay, 58 minutes, so six minutes after that, penalty given away. Um, terrible defending. Terrible piece of defending, and uh, ended up giving away a penalty. And Kai Havertz converts the penalty. It's now 2-1. That should have been saved as well. <sighs> yeah, Summer got his hand to it and didn't uh, make it. He got a big contact. hand to it. Yeah. But anyway. Didn't do what he needed to do. He, he judged it correctly, but didn't follow through. And then we ended up conceding another goal on 81 minutes uh, from a set piece that we were all asleep for, it looked like. And I'll yeah. say this. The team looked tired. They looked not very sharp. And yet we only used three of the five possible substitutions. We left Patrick Herman on the bench and Raphael uh, on the bench. Raphael, I don't think, has played since he came back um, from the from the break. This was not a good performance, Enzo. No, it was terrible to watch. It was like... I don't mind them losing, but it was just the way we lost. Just just lackadaisical, you know, there was no sense of urgency. Leverkusen looked totally in control. Now, I know, okay, we're missing Dennis Zakaria in centre midfield. He generally holds it down. And uh, Strobel, I think, was, was injured as well in 76 minutes. But st- it's still not good enough, you know? Yeah, it was bad to watch, Jason. Uh, no, not good. So, okay, so whatever. We lose 3-1 to Leverkusen. But all right, they have to play Wolfsburg. It's it's okay. It's no big deal. They're one of our rivals. At least we're going to beat Werder Bremen on Tuesday. That's what we said to ourselves, yeah? Because Werder Bremen have conceded 59 goals. Yes, in 27 games. And they were playing a home game. They'd lost their last seven home games. And this was their eighth home game in that streak. So we thought, this is no problem. You know, we're going to have a strong recovery. Marco Rosa, our coach, is going to tell the guys, listen, go out there, beat Werder Bremen, walk through them. Uh, score a couple of goals, concede a goal if you like, but no problem. Um, and then it was last night. I had the terrible misfortune of watching a nil-all draw with Werder Bremen. This was uh, oh. one of the worst games of football I've ever seen in my life. It I'll was say this. boring. Yeah, we got our clean sheet. We got our clean sheet. We hadn't kept a clean sheet in many, many games. But it's no, it's nothing to celebrate. No, I would have had to concede one and score three. It was the first draw between these two teams, the first nil-all draw between these two teams since March 1998. Enzo, isn't that just our luck that we would um, start watching this team and they would start having, they would start breaking 20-year-old uh, records? Sounds about right. It sounds about right for our luck. Werder Bremen have gone unbeaten in two consecutive Bundesliga games for the first time in 2020. Now... And Verda have only won one of the last 15 Bundesliga games against Gladbach and we're currently on a nine-match winless run. They hadn't beaten us since 2015. Da, 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 da. And remember I mentioned we didn't play Raphael, the Brazilian striker. Yes. He has seven goals against Werder Bremen and so does Lars Stindl and uh, nobody could score against it. Again, the team just... There was no no Mbolo. He's still injured. Zakari is still injured. The team just looked absolutely wrecked, Enzo. I, I, I couldn't even begin to analyse what, what happened. Basically, Werder Bremen obviously are fighting for their lives. They need they need the points. And, you know, there's nothing like... You don't want to necessarily be facing teams that are facing relegation. And they just come off a victory at the weekend. But basically, we had a three-man defence with the idea that Liner and Vent would be on the, on the wings at, at wing-back. Neither of them were up to the challenge. Uh, Neuhaus was uh, making... A number of, of long-range shots and missing them all as if there, he saw some other goal that was in the stands. Jan Sommer made a number of terrible, terrible mistakes uh, that almost ended up in, in, in 
two definite uh, open goals being missed by Werder Bremen and only by some by some last ditch goal line defending um from uh, from Elvedi and Gintner in center defense was Jan Sommer saved from his blushes this was a, a terrible a terrible game and a, a nil all draw against Werder Bremen and a 3-1 defeat to Bayer Leverkusen is not the kind of results a team should be getting when they want to play in the Champions League next season 100% it's cruel yeah, I, I have not been a Borussia Mönchengladbach fan long, and here's hoping I won't be one for much longer. But I, as long as I am, I have to I have to say this this is not good. What's happening here? Now we're back. Uh, just to go into the preview, on the thirty first of May, Sunday, we're back at, at Borussia Park to host Union Berlin, who are winless in their last five. And to be honest, I've seen Union Berlin against Bayern Munich, and I've seen them against Hertha Berlin, and I, I think they could they could definitely nick a goal against us here yeah I think so too they're very very strong from from set pieces we are very very weak from set pieces they're very uh, strong defensively they play very deep you can't really catch them on a counter attack I think we're looking at a we're looking at a a, a draw against Union Berlin at the weekend I'm going to say it's a a one-all draw I think we lose you think Union Berlin take the points off us yeah wow that's uh, really how far we've fallen huh Last week, it seemed like the, the world was at our feet. All we needed was to beat Leverkusen and Werder Bremen and for Dortmund to beat Bayern and, by God, we're in the title race. None of those things happened. Uh, and the German League continues to prove why it is football as it should be. Um, anyway, that's, I think... I think that's... I think that I don't have anything else to say. I'm, I, I, we've done... We, I told you the table. Speechless. I'm, spe- I, I'm just... I don't understand how a team can have so many things going forward on paper something has to be wrong in that these players aren't don't look fit don't look sharp clearly the bench is not being used properly because he's only he's not even using the substitutions in any kind of logical way which means that either Marco Rosa is not fully with it in terms of sharpness which goes against what we know about him being one of the brightest young coaches in Europe or the players on the bench are not fit and are not ready and he only has faith in a couple of a couple of players beyond his starting 11 I just don't think this is this is right I think it might go down to fitness issues but it's no excuse it's no excuse because every every team in the league has fitness issues and and when you're when you know I, I think as well I, I feel sorry for Playa and Taram because they're they're clearly tired and they play a very high, uh, high pressing game. They expect to do an awful lot of work uh, while also scoring goals. And without Mbolo there as well, they're just running themselves into the ground. Stindl does not look fit at all. Uh, he's had a couple of bright moments in the last couple of games, but doesn't look fit. Doesn't look up to it. And I think our only, our only saving, ironically, our only saving grace has been that Gintner and Elvedi at centre half. If they haven't, been, if they hadn't been as sharp as they have been. Uh, we would have lost probably 5-1 against uh, Leverkusen and definitely would have conceded a couple of goals to Werder Bremen. So it's only by the by the grace of our centre-halves that we're not sitting here embarrassed. You know, we're we're not happy with the results, but they're not totally embarrassing results. Or are they? Um, maybe not, but that's because the team is embarrassing, so the results are normal. Wow, this is just par for the course, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, look, uh, this is not a good episode of the Borussia Shone Munchen podcast. Uh, and I, I don't mean, maybe it's not good in quality, but it's certainly not good in sentiment. We're not, we're not happy. I'm predicting, as I say, I'm going to say we'll get back to, back to, <laughs> no, we're not going to get back to winning ways. We're going to get a draw at the weekend against Union Berlin. We're definitely going to concede a goal against them because we're uh, pretty uh, hopeless. Uh, Enzo, you think they're going to beat us. Our only hope now is that 
Leipzig and Leverkusen I mean Leverkusen got beaten 4-0 by Wolfsburg we still have to play Wolfsburg so I'm scared about that <laughs> we still have to play Wolfsburg we still have to play Bayern I think we're in serious danger of of not securing a Champions League spot unless something changes unless we make a statement win against Union Berlin at the weekend I think it's it's all over in terms of Champions League football uh, for Defolen uh, next season and with that we're going to close up this episode of the Borussia Sone Munchen podcast. We have six games to go in the Bundesliga uh, for Munchen Gladbach. We're three games into our nine-game closing run. Enzo, anything to say? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We do have a WhatsApp group where we talk about the Munchen Gladbach uh, games as they're happening. It has been quite sad recently. So there's a link to that in our bio. Join it if you like. In our Instagram bio, you can find that. There's also the link, a link in the description. Um, so join that and chat about Borussia Mönchengladbach Munch- Munch- if you are interested. If you're a Mönchengladbach fan that stumbled across this podcast for some reason and you think that we are way, way, way off and we've just come into this league thinking we can shout the odds and that we know football better than you and we know your league better than you and we know your team better than you, well, come into our WhatsApp group and tell us so because if you're not going to say it to our faces, you can't say it at all because we have the microphones as they say in Germany. Right, Enzo, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Jason Flynn. That's Enzo Patriarca. This has been the Borussia Schöne Munchen podcast. Ja, Fohlen, ja. Ja, <laughs> Fohlen,